We all know the things that we want, the things we believe we need to add to our lives. But are there things that we need to delete in order to grow in our faith? Do you long to find a wellspring of joy and meaning in life? Perhaps this delete challenge of fasting, reflection, and prayer is how you may find that freedom and fullness of life. I'm Megan S. Kelly, and I'm glad you're here. Take a moment now to silence distractions, to slow your breathing, and attune your spirit to the presence of God right here and now with you. We have come now to the last week of Lent and our final lesson of this Delete Bible study. I hope this practice of fasting, prayer, and reflection has been meaningful and fruitful for you and your life. But now what? How do we let this experience be more than just a thing we did? How do we allow this to be truly transformational in our lives? John Dewey said, we do not learn from an experience, we learn from reflecting on an experience. I think there is so much wisdom in that. So today for our last session of this Delete Bible Study, I'd like to lead us through a time of extended reflection. It's time for us to hone in on what did we learn? How did we grow? And what is next? Surely, we don't want to just go back to everything exactly as it was. The point of fasting, remember, according to the prophet Isaiah, is to deliver us, to set us free from oppression. Is not this the kind of fast that I choose? To loose the chains of injustice, to undo the thongs of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke? In this holy week, as we prepare for Christ's betrayal, arrest, crucifixion, and ultimately his resurrection, we remember that Jesus paid it all so that we could be set free from every yoke. I wonder if this season of fasting has revealed to you some yokes of oppression that social media has placed on you. In the last several weeks, we have explored just a few topics in relation to social media. This has included how social media is so addictive for us and how our brains get hooked. We've looked at the consumerism that is deeply embedded in social media and how we get caught up in it without even realizing it. We've taken a look at how social media is directly related to a rise in depression and suicide. We have considered the ways that social media has caused us to be completely self-absorbed and how it has actually promoted deep loneliness for so many of us in contrast to real, authentic, life-giving relationships. When you reflect on these topics, what sticks out to you? What do you remember 
from these last few weeks. What lessons have you learned about yourself, about your needs, your weaknesses, your vulnerabilities as it relates to social media? Do you need to change the amount of time you spend on social media more permanently? Or perhaps be on a continual season of fasting? Do you need to shift how you do and do not interact with social media in terms of what you post and how you engage with others? Take a moment now and listen to what God might be asking you to do differently with social media for the sake of your own soul. The point of fasting is to deliver us, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke. I wonder what you have experienced, that freedom, that breaking of the yoke around your own neck. Does it feel a little bit like the words of the prophet Isaiah? He continues in chapter 58 to tell us that when we fast in the ways God desires, then your light shall break forth like the dawn, and your healing shall spring up quickly. Your vindicator shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. Then you shall call, call and the Lord shall answer you. Here I am. If you remove the yoke from among you, the pointing of the finger, the speaking of evil, then your light shall rise in the darkness and your gloom will be like the noonday. The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your needs in parched places and make your bones strong. And you shall be like a watered garden, like a spring of water whose waters never fail. I wonder how God's light has risen like noonday over your darkness and gloom. How has God made your bones strong through this fasting? Have you tasted those spring waters that never fail? I would love to hear your testimony, to bear witness to what God has done in your life through this time of fasting, prayer, and reflection. If you've been doing this study with us during Lent 2021, I would be honored to gather up the collective wisdom that God has shared with each of us. What has God taught you about healthy Christian use of social media? Seems it would be helpful to have a list of best practices for Christian use of social media. If you'd be willing to share those tips with me as well as your testimony, perhaps we can collaborate. You can email me or call me at the church office. My email is Megan, M-E-G-H-A-N, at clantonfumc.org. Or you can call me at the church, 
755-0490. I truly believe that not everything about social media is bad or wrong. There can be plenty about it that is redemptive and good and connective even. I love seeing new babies and new homes. It's a joy to celebrate marriages and birthdays and graduations on social media. And I'm grateful for all the ways it does help me to stay connected with friends and family and acquaintances from faraway places and even from long ago seasons. But when there is so much potential for so much good paired right next to so much potential for so much evil, we must be wise. We must pay attention and choose to delete that which is harmful, unjust, and oppressive for ourselves and for our neighbors. This will no doubt look different for each one of us. And in fact, it may look different for each of us at different times and seasons in our lives, which is why a rhythm of fasting, reflection, and prayer ought to be returned to again and again. So let us always be wise. Let us always pay attention. Let us always be willing to fast or delete even for a time. For it is then when Christ breaks that oppressive yoke and we are set free to know the freedom and fullness of life that comes to us only in Christ Jesus. Lord, you have invited us to fast and delete certain things from our lives for the sake of freedom. How grateful we are that you let the oppressed go free and you undo the yoke of oppression from our necks. Deliver us and set us free, that our bones would be strong, that we would be satisfied in parched places, that we would be like a well-watered garden, watered from the spring of life whose waters never fail. Teach us always to seek that freedom and fullness that Christ offers, that we would take delight in you and in your ways of truth. We make this our humble prayer of gratitude and thanksgiving through Jesus Christ, who offered himself up for us. Amen.